Alright, alright, alright. Welcome to the Crispy Business. I drug it out there for you. You did. Bringing you all the crispiest nerd news from the kind of Chile, South Florida. It is kind of Chile. It is very wind day, though. Yeah. Yes, and also very cloud day. Yeah. <laughs> I had so far I had no meatballs. Yeah. For the Shah days. For the Shah days. <laughs> We're bringing you the crispiest of business right here from not at a comic shop. Yeah, that is correct. Also in the the downstairs of one of our houses. Being watched <laughs> by a, a, a dog-shaped spotted noir. It is a spotted noir. That is correct. Possibly a ninja Dalmatian. Ninjamation? Ninjamation, yeah. <laughs> and I am just an older actress whose husband left her for a younger girl. And now I had to play Monique's mom, Anthony. I'm just a gaggle of girls who hus- whose husband has wronged them in some sort of way. So I formed a club. I'm Brian. I am clearly just the person trying to get rid of a guy named Earl. Joe. And I don't need no man because I'm a witch with all my witchy sis- uh, sisters. Sisters? Sisters. Um, Jen. Sisters sipping on scissorp. Yep. Hey, at least she remembered her name. That's a, that's a plus. It's a plus. Sisisters. <laughs> that's the newest. There. That's the newest sequel to The Craft. The Craft. Sisisters Unite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Could you imagine a, a movie called The First Wise Craft? Yes, uh, I can. Yeah, I can. And I, I want to see it. It would just be all those same girls just grown up and they're all have been. Uh, they've all been divorced. <laughs> they've all been divorced. <laughs> Do like a witchy goth cover of like. And don't tell me what to say. <laughs> That's right. And Fruza Bulk still has to be in it. Yeah. She has to be in it. She does. she does. But at least Nev Campbell still looks gorgeous. Yeah, she does. That is true. That and is Robin true. Tooney. Robin Tooney's out there. And Goldie Hawn's the one that's helping them along. <laughs> this is what I need. I need a craft First Wives Club mashup. I need a new sequel to Cheetah Girls. <laughs> I need a couple no, no, things. No, no. The First Wives Club craft mashups has a song from the Dixie Chicks. There you go. There, there you go. it the, is. The theme song's definitely different. That meme that some of y'all don't know what Marianne and Wanda did to Earl. <laughs> and it shows. And as soon as I saw that, I'm like, I instantly got that meme. Oh, yeah. I it was love great. that song. <laughs> I love that song. I love you some First Wives Club in true gay fashion. Wrong women are who I go towards. It's true. Fair enough. Fair enough. Are you a wrong female? We could be best friends. (laughs) I will also trigger, I will also encourage all of your worst impulses towards that person. I I somehow feel like Alfred Molina should also have been in the First Wives Club, but somehow wasn't. Like he got like, somehow like he got to like final casting and then somebody made the wrong decision. Whose husband would he have been? I know. I don't know. He could have just been, you know, one of their friends. No, he, nah, I, I feel Belky. like he should have been in there. No, nah, you had Belky from Perfect Strangers. You don't need nobody else. You had Ross and Pinchot. <laughs> you had the dad from Clueless. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the, want to hear a weird piece of trivia about him? What's that? He fucking hated doing Clueless because he was an actually like, uh, before he was an actor, an English professor, like a big English professor. Uh-huh. So the way they talked in Clueless drove him fucking insane. <laughs> he actually could not stand being on set and listen to the dialogue. He like, he liked the movie, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it drove him insane. Apparently, like his first day on set, not filming, he was he was there while they were doing one of the classroom scenes and he had to walk out. <laughs> I don't blame him. <laughs> Which is funny because he always plays kind of a mook. Yeah. yeah. And yet yeah. he's like an English professor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, you know, let's get into our comics. You know, let's. It's been a little while. We took a took a nice little break 
from this, even though we recorded a week early. We didn't release it until a week later. We were undergoing some ch 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 changes. <laughs> and uh, we're still going through some changes. So uh, it's time to face the strange. <laughs> oh, God, no. no I'm not going to face the strange. That's the line of the song. I know. I'm not going to face. You know Come what on. that's. You know what that means now, sir. I know, but in Shrek, it didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, let's get into our comics and let's see where they go. Shut up, Jen. Yeah. So speaking of Jen, what happened. did you read this week? Well, I read Strange Adventures number or, <laughs> Strange <laughs> number Adventures one. number one. All right. uh, the new Tom King book. Oh, okay. DC. Okay. So is this how does this relate to his other writing? Like how would you is it in the same ballpark? I would say so. I haven't read his Batman stuff. Actually, in in all honesty, this is the first um one of the first looks I've had at his DC stuff. I'm not super familiar with him. I did love Vision. So yeah. much. I mean, it does kind of have that vibe. Um, it's definitely more of a family book. It's about him and his wife and, you know, his family and the things he's done. And it's a lot about his. Um, well, it's I want to say it's about his past mistakes, but we don't know if they're mistakes. Um, uh-huh. it, there's very much a, this <laughs> uh, this sort of mystery. We don't quite know what's happening. It's mm-hmm. um, that narrative where it's like, OK, but is that real? Uh-huh. Um because it's the book is split sort of into two when it phases back and forth between them. Okay. It's his past um, where he is fighting um, for his wife's uh, uh, virginity. No, wow. <laughs> no, not they are definitely or having sex. Um, <laughs> no, um, for her race on the planet against the. Oh God, I can't say that. I cannot. I'm not gonna say it right, but I'm gonna try it anyways. Oh, fine, fine. For it's her fine. race on the planet. Yes. Yeah. Um, against the people they don't like. Um, and so part of his thing is he only has a limited time there, which we find out. Um, but while he's while we're seeing that part of his life where he's fighting this war, we also see, you know, in the current day, he's back in America. He's like this hero. He's written this book um, and he's like, you know, telling all these stories and about like you find out like his daughter is dead, uh, oh. which is actually very sad. Um, we don't know why what she happened or anything. Maybe <laughs> it, it sounds a little bit more like uh we find out later they're like trying to escape the planet and he's like they're on the ship he's driving them out and then he starts to phase out of existence back to where he's supposed to be uh, um so it might be part of that but it's the first issue we don't quite know yet um but the whole a lot of the crux of this book and i think part of what they're going to deal with in the present time is going to be um while he's doing a book signing some crazy guy comes up to him he's like i know what you did i know about the war crimes and the blah 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 and he's like dude what <laughs> that's not that's all what's happening here but at the same time it gets recorded uh, and because in the media it gets around and so people are like well you know what do we really know he just kind of disappeared mm-hmm. and like he could have done anything and then and then the man is found dead to and like i mean they say it kind of looks like a laser blast but then they show you a picture of it and his head is just like exploded oh so so then they're like well did they kill him to have him silenced and like you know, he was having like all these interviews and all this stuff, and now he's having to like defend himself. Um, and he actually goes to Batman. He's like, "Hey, Batman, look, I, I know you, and I trust you, and I need you to like. I I know when you if you look into this, you can you can prove my innocence." And Batman says, "No." He's like, <laughs> "We're too close. I even if I even I come up with the best possible like you know if you're if I totally exonerate you of all of this, no one's gonna believe me because we've been working together." Um, so he's like. So, um, strange is like, Hey, just 
find somebody. I, I need help. <laughs> it's awfully convenient since Batman's investigated the crimes of almost every other person he's worked with, including the Robins. Yeah. Not you, though. No, 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 not you. I can't. I can't do that. Yeah. Nobody will believe me for that. But oh. they'll believe me for oh. Superman, or who the I Flash, work with. or Green Lantern, yeah. or Diana. <laughs> oh no! It, no, it caught me. It was very weird to me too. Um, but I think it's mostly because um, we do find out that he, um, the person that Batman sends his way, is Mister Terrific. And that's the kind of the end of it. Okay. I mean, we, um, so it ends, you know, with him being like talking to Mr. Terrific. They're going to get into it, going to start getting into what's been going on. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we know that he tried to save his family and then disappear off a spaceship. And we don't know what happened for that. Yeah. But yeah. So it, it was a very good read. The art's okay. very nice. Um, it's a good start. I'm yes. excited. Uh, unfortunately, I do remember you guys talking about some of Tom King's other stuff that started off strong and no the stuff that he writes like this always stays strong mr miracle was good from beginning to the end okay even when mr miracle actually got extended by 12 issues it was supposed to end sooner it was still good it's when he writes main and you know what no no that's dc's fault i don't blame him for batman i I feel like if he can write without too much editorial or Mm -hmm. too much oversight He's probably really great because I I guarantee you, Marvel is just like, yeah, you want to write Vision, go for it. We don't, we don't care. But as soon as he got a marquee character like Batman, that's when you have to go by what editorial says. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and that's where your problem comes in. I don't blame him. I blame editorial with that. Agreed. Uh, But okay, cool. Well, I'm glad that you know he's got he's got this book and it's a number one. Yes. And uh, and yeah, I'm glad that he's back to form. Good, good, good. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, uh, how about you, Anthony? What did you read? I read Spider-Man Noir. Oh, Noir. La, 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 la. <laughs> it's like a, just another continuation for any of you guys who read Spider-Man Noir back in the day or who know him from Spider-Verse now. Just a kind of continuation of that. Um, I've always liked the Spider-Man Noir stuff because the whole time I read it, I just hear it like, yeah, see, I'm a Spider-Man, see? Uh, I do not picture Nick Cage. I just I picture some prick being like, I shoot the web, strip, strip, see? Like, come on, see? Uh just the old uh, 20 serials. Just that. <laughs> <laughs> Just Rock'em Sakura, but now she narrates this thing. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, this one kind of picks up a long, not that long after actually the Spider-Man Noir series ended. Okay. Um, I'm not entirely sure if in this context or this continuity, if the events of Spider-Verse, the comic, have happened to him yet. Because he doesn't seem, they don't really acknowledge it. And it's not important. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's not at all important to this plot right now. Um. <laughs> But basically, a crime has happened. He meets up with J. Jonah Jameson because he's a private investigator, Peter. And uh, they go, they sneak into a crime. And basically, it looks like Kingpin's boys hit Black Cat's club. Oh. Um, while Peter was being distracted with a bunch of low-level crimes. So Peter's like, uh, this seems like maybe this is on purpose. Mm-hmm. They owe him there and the only person to die. They didn't, they hit her club, took none of the money, took none of the jewels. Uh-huh. And they only killed one waitress. Okay. Who huh. had like a, a a shitty, she was a waitress that um, Peter knew. He's like, yeah, she's always kind of into trouble, but she's kind of harmless. And she had a, a piece of jewelry in her hand that looked expensive. He's like, I don't know how the hell she got that. So he takes that because, you know, crime. Yeah, you know, crime. <laughs> he just fucking takes shit off of a crime scene. Takes it, <laughs> uh, meets up with MJ. It looks like in this, in this uh, continuity... Aunt May has progressed to having another sort of homeless shelter or women's help shelter, much like in main continuity. Mm-hmm. MJ's helping her out. 
Peter goes to this museum and he's like, I'm going to first he goes to a library and he's like, this is Byzantine era. Da, 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 and shit goes down. Carmen San Diego basically shows up. I'm not even kidding you. The bitch yeah. looks like Carmen's a person in a full length red duster with big giant red hat. And I'm like, so Carmen San Diego just showed the fuck up, uh, takes the page that Peter's looking at and runs off. So Peter's like, well, shit. I need that information. Oh, what if I fuck off to the museum? So he goes to the museum because there's going to be an exhibit on Byzantine stuff. Uh-huh. Asks this um, doctor, and he's like, oh, shit, you look familiar. She goes, yeah, I have a twin sister who's a waitress at the Black Hat Club. He's like, yeah, so she's dead. Oh. Um, and she had this jewelry in her hand. He's like, she was poor as shit. Why did she have that? He goes, I don't know. I was hoping you could tell me. She's like, well, that's like a 3,000-year-old like cicada diamond-encrusted thing. That my boss, who is now missing, was supposed to give her. He's like, did they know each other? She goes, not that I'm aware of. And he's like, okay. And basically, she's like, well, listen, I'm going to get on a boat tomorrow. I'm going to go track down where he should be. I'm going to go all over the mid- like the like the Middle East, Egypt, all that. And I'm going to find my sister's killer or the doctor. Yeah. Peter's like, yeah, I definitely can't do that. <laughs> uh, I have a lot of shit going on here. Mm-hmm. Basically, he's walking home with MJ. Someone tries to accost MJ. Actually, he takes a photo of her to blind her, and she just beats the fuck out of him. And Peter's like, where the fuck did you get that? She's like, I'm a redhead that rides a subway alone. She's like, I could punch any creep with my eyes closed. So basically, MJ and Aunt May, because they know he's Spider-Man in this world now, tell Uh him, like, you need to go. He's like, I got to protect the city. I got to keep you guys safe. And I'm like, well, you're not doing a good job now. (laughs) Uh, Maybe if you aren't here, we'll be a little bit safer. So why don't you go find the mystery? And he basically Casablanca's it, shows up at the last second. And gets on this thing to go travel, and that's kind of how it ends. Nice. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everyone, if you're hearing a uh, whining Dalmatian behind us. <laughs> it's... It's hilarious to us, but I'm sorry if it's distracting. <laughs> uh, but so, so question though. So he said, um, so Aunt May is running a homeless shelter. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a Mister Negative that's all in color in this? No, but that'd be awesome. <laughs> like they still call him Mister Negative, but he's just completely oh, in color. That'd be so great. Though. That would be great. I would love that, but unfortunately, look at this bitch though. That is fucking Carmen San Diego. Oh, that's absolutely Carmen San Diego. Oh, oh, oh. I mean, why even... Oh, it definitely That's is. Carmen Sandiego. Why hide? Yeah, that's Carmen Sandiego. Who I'm pretty sure is just the fucking doctor he got on the plane with. <laughs> Since that person's dressed in red and she has a red scarf and red goggles. And I'm like, okay, cool. Someone needs to have color theory here and understand <laughs> what's happening. I mean, we've all watched Schindler's List. Basically. <laughs> all right. Well, uh... I'm so glad we got to work Schindler's List into a podcast. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Put it in the metadata. That's I'm right. surprised it didn't come from me. <laughs> Well, hopefully this turns out better for this lady than it did in the movie. Hopefully she doesn't get Schindlered. Oh, man. Hopefully she's on the list. All right. Well, uh, well, uh, nice. Uh, Spider-Man number one. Another number one. Spider-Man noir. Noir. I will recommend if you guys haven't, check out the original Spider-Man noir. Actually, check out the entire noir line. Spider-Man noir was great. Daredevil noir. X-Men noir. Uh, Luke Cage existed. Well, uh, there's the Fantastic Four Noir. The Fantastic Four released. Noir, yeah. yeah. Check out the whole old Noir line. They were really good books. Cool. Cool. Uh, what about you, Joe? What did you read? I read Strange Academy, number one. Ooh, another number Ooh, one. Yeah. Man, I tried. Uh, yeah. When you said you tried, I was like, yeah, let me let me see if I can sit through this. I, I got through a good like four or five pages, and then I completely understood why you were trying to get through it. Uh, they they build a lot in the beginning. There, it's all about Emily Bright and how she's got magic powers from when she was a child, and it it kind of just continues 
they continue to tell you how powerful she is, yet her parents don't want to send her to a school for magic because, you know, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, uh, when you meet the cast, it's fun. There's a, a whole lot of magic-wielding children, and Doctor Strange shows up at the end. and It's very... um. What was that? Uh, Mrs. Pettigrew's like uh, oh, yeah. Mrs. Peregrine's uh, well, yeah. Peculiar Children. Yeah, yeah the yeah, Peculiar yeah. Children book series. It was a lot like like the opening for this seemed a lot like that. Uh, yeah. Loki shows up at one point. Uh, it, it's it's kind of it's kind of fun actually. <laughs> Brother Voodoo kind of looks a little bit like uh, yo uh, Sam Jackson. I don't even understand. Wait, is that Brother Voodoo with the it hair? It is Brother Voodoo. Okay, yeah, okay. It, I, I wanted to tell you like they they gave Brother Voodoo, Voodoo like this super makeover where he looks like he's a. Uh, I don't know, like, he's trying to be Patrick Stewart, like, Professor X yeah. level, oh. like, here, children, I am here to teach you all the good things, like, but Professor Voodoo? What, what is happening here? <laughs> the uh, the cover of this looks like uh, My Strange Academia. Yes. Like, yes. like, it's just by your academia, but, like, Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah, we, we, surprisingly enough, we sold out of the books really, really fast, the Strange Academy book this week. It, it's not, it's not terrible. It was just the first four or five pages were a lot to deal with, yeah. and you're just we are just with Emily Bright the whole time, as a, as trees come to life and try to eat her whole. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's 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 I kind of couldn't after like you watched her blast that, that tree. I was like, and we're then, good. I'm, I'm yeah. <laughs> I will read it, and just like it was, I didn't have the mental bandwidth today to read it. it yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it it took a little took a little finessing, but I will say art. Glorious. The book itself, I had a good time reading it, and I do Is look it forward. Bachelor? Who's doing the art? I think it's Scott Young. Oh, is it young? Yeah, yeah. I think it's got a young. Oh, good. So, I mean, I I read F. Fairland for that reason alone. So, mm-hmm. I mean, this is phenomenal to me. Um, I, I liked it a lot. I really think everybody should probably pick up this book. It was, it was really nice. fun. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, so, that leaves me. Uh, I also read a number one, uh, which is uh, Mercy, number one by Mirka Andalfo. Mercy. Yeah. Mercy. Mercy. Yeah. Uh, but... Yeah, so this is the, by the same lady who did uh, Unnatural and also um, Unsacred, which is still going on. Okay. And um, the book is very weird. Uh, it takes place like in like, it doesn't say a time period, but it very much just looks like the 1800s, very late 1800s, kind of mm-hmm. Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman-ish. Ooh. Ooh, good reference. I know, you're welcome. Oh. And oh. it basically, it starts with like a, like a massacre in a mine and then like takes place like several years after that. Like it just starts with the massacre. You don't see anything. You just see the very end of it. And then it goes to a funeral or a, um, a memorial of when it happened. My bloody Valentine style. Yeah. Pretty, pretty <laughs> much. Pretty much. Uh, so, so it cuts forward and I, I really kind of don't like I, I get what's going on, but it's all small stuff. And then there's like like a big like storyline plot line, like every like three pages. It's like, okay. oh, we're going back to like probably the main thing that this is going to be. <laughs> I flipped through it before you picked yes. it up. And it I hate to say this very much like unsacred. Yeah. I'm like, this feels like a Tumblr comic. OK, thankfully, it's not. It's not. It's I only not, flipped through it. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it. it Unlike Unsacred, this actually is a normal comic like Unnatural is. Okay. So it has, you know, page one to page, okay. you know, the last page, it's all it's all encompassing versus Unsacred really really is just a Tumblr like, hey, here's one page and here's the next page. It's like a comic strip. Yeah. Um, no, this is like a, a full on comic uh, with comic bylines and everything. And it's it's very well drawn like all of her stuff is. Mm-hmm. And. I'm going to pick it up, but it very much looks like what if like 
like you know uh, if you're reading farmhand like what yeah. if that but like with vampires possibly mm. okay. i don't i don't really like i don't know it's it's weird uh but i'm, I'm definitely going to pick it up because i really like her stuff and i and i like her writing so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing where this goes i feel like because i ended up reading some of unnatural after you were reading it and yeah. flipping through unsacred I feel like a lot of her comic books feel like they're supposed to be companion comic books to video games we don't have. <laughs> you know, I understand that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, oh, this is the companion book for all these characters in the video game we're not going to explore. Yeah. where I And I would definitely play that video game. Yes. I just don't know where it is. <laughs> I, I hope this has more of a um, of like an outline versus Unnatural. Because Unnatural, even though it wasn't that, that much, uh, you know, there wasn't that many comics to it, um, like the last like five or six of them all pretty much just had the same thing going mm-hmm. on over yeah. and over again. Um, so hopefully this is more outlined as far as what takes place during what comic. So, uh, but yeah, also number one. So we all did uh, number ones this week. Yes, we did. done. Yes, we did. <laughs> Not even on purpose. <laughs> Noombero. Well, you know, I was going to do one of the X-Men one, but I'm like, you know what? There's some deep shit going on. Oh, and that's yeah. like, Oh, not right. just one to talk about. <laughs> oh, you're absolutely right. <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah. Especially now that uh, all of them are starting to coalesce into the same deep shit. Now it's all the plot lines starting to meet up. And like, oh, no. Yeah. This is going to be a bad year for the X-Men. Like, as far as plot. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, good sales-wise and good story-wise. But, like, you guys are about to have some bad shit go down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So, I'll do it for our comics. And now we'll move on to our news. I know it's been a while, guys, okay? Well, I was hoping Rowley would moan us in. <laughs> her name's whine us in. Yeah, her name's going to be Mona this week, drinking a lot of wine. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we're going to start with the uh, Batmobile, or the DeLorean, the Bat, the Batlorian. That's what I meant the to say. The Winchester car? Yeah, the Winchester car. Like... <laughs> You don't want to know what happens when this thing reaches 88 miles per hour, right? It kills a robin. It kills a robin. <laughs> <laughs> Just shoots at a dead robin. That's actually how the Oracle got in her wheelchair. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I, I like cool. it too. It's it's a very cool concept. Yeah. It's very much not what I was expecting at all. Yeah. Um, it does say to me this is year because it's supposed this movie's supposed to be year two. Yes. And this is supposed to be before he had Lucius Fox and before. In the apparently the context of the movie, he's trying to not use Wayne Tech money as okay. much as possible. Okay. Um, it's, so it's supposed to be him trying to use his money, not necessarily the company's money. So okay. I, it kind of does look like a year or two. I don't have Lucius yet. I don't have Wayne Tech's mass resources yet. Mm-hmm. This is what I think I can do. I, um, it definitely looks like DeLorean, see, though. Yes, I it appreciate does. that. And I think. I mean, ever the other the last Batmobile was very iconic, but also so militaristic. I fucking hated every single Batmobile we've had since Nolan. I was gonna say because yeah. like, at least the Nolan I do understand because for the time when it came out That's... and and the the way that they kind of portrayed that Batman, yeah. it very much would be more of a military style. Yeah. Oh, absolutely no! Don't yes. get me wrong. Well, especially because that was all military tech. Yes. Yeah. I just don't want that anymore. Agreed. I hundred percent agree. I, I would have been kind of pissed actually if it was like, <laughs> but what if it rolls? I still love my dildos on wheels that came with the Burton and the Schumacher oh. Batman movies. <laughs> yeah. I want my like oh, alien this... vibrator on wheels <laughs> so great you can't tell me the one from batman robin looks like an alien vibrator oh no that's uh, just have it be ambiguously gay dero yeah just remember <laughs> when drew was ace and gary yeah remember when drew carey and the drew carey show won the batmobile yeah that was, that was a pretty good but I, don't know, I liked it i noticed on the front it has um like pipes and stuff that could be guns or whatever mm-hmm. 
I thought the coolest part about the photos was we got more shots of Batman. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, so I almost wonder if that was like we're gonna we're gonna put out photos of the Batmobile, but really it's actually to show you Batman. Agreed. Get Agreed. you used to it. Yeah, you're gonna see his stature next to exactly. This. Yeah, and I thought it was smart to have shots with like him next to it with the cape blowing and stuff like that. It mm-hmm. looked. I mean, it did look a little fast in the Fury, as I am hoping he hits the nitrous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my God. It'd be great if he's like, and I'm just here for the Bat family. <laughs> I don't got friends. I got Bat family. <laughs> I mean, I liked it, though. I know yeah. a lot of fucking people did not like it. They did not. and I mean, I understand because it is so different, but just like his suit... I'm 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 willing to go with the complete differentness that I was expecting. But you got to ask that so like people complain cuz it's different, but a lot of those being where where we worked, mm-hmm. we would also hear people go, "Oh, it's just the same shit." Over I'm like, "So it can't you can't have it both ways." Yeah. It's either got to be different or it's the same. And if it's the same, then shut the fuck up. That's what you were complaining that it was different. And if it's yeah. different, try it out. Yeah. See you know what was different? Aquaman was fucking different. Yeah. From anything DC had made, Aquaman was a different kind of film, and that film was fucking great. Yeah. Same thing with Shazam. Same thing with, Sh- same thing with Wonder Woman. Yeah. Try it. Maybe yeah. you'll like it. And if you don't like it, the guarantee he will not have that one in the next movie. Yeah. <laughs> DC is <laughs> not going to stick with the thing people do not like. The, 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 the worst part of Wonder Woman was the sameness that yeah. it had yeah. in the third act. Yeah. yeah. That's it. That was the that was the worst part about that movie. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know. I liked it. it I thought it was fun. I hope yeah. it, like, James Bond some shit and shoots, like, missiles or oil or some shit or a dead Aww. robin or... you look at his wheel and it's just the speed racer wheel I was oh say. my god <laughs> what about you joe did you like it i did i okay. was actually appreciating the speed racer memes and all the memes of, <laughs> uh, of everybody changing the car a little bit to look like what it actually is yeah it's it pretty great nice nice all right and that'll bring us to our black widow baby black widow baby <laughs> uh which is the black widow trailer um, Joe, uh, were you confused by the trailer as you were the song? I was not. Thank okay, you, good. Ryan. Oh, way to put her on blast. I was yeah. not confused by any song. I was never confused by it. I actually thought I knew exactly what Black Widow was singing, sir. Okay. Just because it's wrong doesn't mean I was confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's right. You weren't confused. You, you were... just thought you were right. I did. Yeah, I really did. So uh, F you. <laughs> that trailer was effing amazing. Yeah, it was. That was a great trailer. It was, I, it really was. Good. I thought we didn't need any more trailers. Like when we saw the other trailer, I was like, mm-hmm. this is enough. I, I don't need anything else. I already want to see this movie. And now I'm like, oh, my gosh. I have so much more to think about and so much more to look forward to. But in the true fashion, though, they showed us a lot, which means... What, what did they not fucking show us? I was thinking that exact same yeah. thing. Like, wow, like they showed us a lot of the motivation behind her and, and, behind, <laughs> <laughs> and behind a lot of other things. And so I was like, wow, what what are they leaving? Because they are absolutely leaving stuff. Well, and that's Marvel fashion. The yeah. more they show you, the less they're showing you. The less you. we know. Um, and even in the sh- scenes that they're showing us could definitely be from like five minutes of footage, like like three minutes here and another two or three minutes later. That's it. Like, it's ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Shitty ninja dog. Yeah. Shitty ninja dog. Not quiet at all. (laughs) Definitely not a Black Widow dog. No. (laughs) But I like like how 
it's almost kind of showing us that there is some sort of serum that they do give the widows, or at least Angela yeah. Pugh or whatever the heck her name Florence is. Florence. I have Florence a Pugh, yeah. so I have a theory. No, <laughs> I have Florence. a theory about that. Okay, what's up? With like pausing it shot by shot. Okay, so that scene. Okay, so there's two scenes I have a theory about. Okay. Well, there's other stuff we can talk about. Yes, but, absolutely. So there's a scene where you see, after I'm assuming they fall out of the sky, that whole thing, where it looks like maybe Florence Pugh is dead. That Natasha's holding her and crying. Mm-hmm. And she's holding her, the way she's holding her, Florence Pugh's face is completely emotionless. And Natasha's crying and she's holding her on the shoulders. I, so she, my, I'm thinking she's dead. And I think that scene we see where she's getting something injected into her, if you look up. So when I watched it on my phone, I couldn't see. When I watched it on the TV... She's got um, incision marks all along her head, hairline, and down her face. I'm wondering if she dies, and then if that scene is the end of the movie, or end credits where Black Widow's like, shit, she's dead, I'm done, I'm gonna go fight in the Avengers, uh, or fight Endgame, and if she gets brought back to life. Uh, Because she's also in that scene wearing the same vest that Scarlett Johansson wears in Avengers Endgame. Fair enough. And she has blonde hair, which would be a good tribute to her dead sister. Yeah. So I'm wondering if she dies in the movie and then gets brought back, and now we can have a new Black Widow eventually come back, which would explain why she wasn't part of Endgame or or, or uh, the yeah, other yeah. one. Uh-huh. <laughs> the other Infinity one. Infinity Sat War. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and you could bring her back as a villain again. Yeah. So that's my theory on that. I think maybe she I – think, I think Rachel Weiss, David Harbour, and her all three die, sacrifice themselves for Natasha, but I think maybe Pew, you're not – why why sign Florence Pugh and not yeah. use her eventually? I think – so I have two possibilities okay. specifically with Taskmaster. Yeah. Um, Taskmaster um, is – he's either going to survive and will you know, continue on or because they say in the, in the trailer, codename Taskmaster, he dies and maybe Florence Pugh gets brought back to be the new Taskmaster or they just have a different Taskmaster. You know, Which maybe, we do see her – copying natasha's moves exactly so maybe like the this taskmaster you know they make taskmaster be but via a serum yeah so well, that is how taskmaster in the comics exactly. is made from a serum exactly so and it does look like he has his power because mm-hmm. that does. scene of him watching her oh yeah and then like, him oh, actually shit. using black uh, panther's moves and like, also not the, caps not, yeah not even the claws he actually fought like him yes. like damn yeah so and he, you see him fight as every single Avenger, yep. with the exception of Thor, because there's no I hammer. Mean, yeah, <laughs> yet, yet. <laughs> but every single Earthbound Avenger, mm-hmm. he does fight like, except for Thor and Cap, or not Cap, but Tony, because you can't. Yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> Just sit there Repulsors. and hold his hands up. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't have repulses, but I'll do this. Oh, watch, they're gonna do it. <laughs> but yeah, he he, and what's funny is this is something that other Anthony and I noticed. So in the comic books, uh, Taskmaster is other-handed. He's yes. left-handed. In this one, he's right, he's shooting right right handed. Jeremy Renner's right handed, and so is Hawkeye in the movies. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's very interesting. Yeah, I think he has his copy powers. I'm thinking maybe Taskmaster to. is two separate people. I think there's one, and I think Rachel Weiss is another one. And I think we're gonna yeah. have two Taskmasters in the film. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, any or theories? we're all fucking wrong. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> any theories, Jen, or any thoughts, comments, uh, concerns? No, 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 not really. <laughs> I mean, I'm just excited. Um, the last trailer, honestly, kind of wasn't doing it for me. So this new one, like, mm-hmm. it was just enough for me to be like, oh, okay, all right, uh, I'm on board. Yeah, it was, um, like, the last trailer was all, like, just scenes, whereas this kind of had, like, a, yeah, like like a like storyline. It was the Super Bowl one, right, I think? Yeah. Yes, yeah. I believe so. So, um, yeah, no, this one, like, kind of gave me enough to actually... I'm, I guess all the previous trailers have been a lot of explosions and a lot of fighting and yeah. I'm going to punch you, which is great. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I love that. But at the same time, 
What's it about? Uh, <laughs> this one shows it's going to be very spy versus spy. I yes. really want Taskmaster to have his powers. That's really actually like the number one thing I want out of this is for Taskmaster to just like freaking break some shit. stuff. Break <laughs> <laughs> some stuff. Nice. Yes. Nice. So, I yeah. like it. All right, cool. Um, so, yeah, that'll do it for Black Widow. Uh, how about uh, the Mortal Kombat Scorpion's Revenge? Or, I'm sorry, Mortal Kombat Legends Scorpion's Scorpion Revenge Ooh. trailer. It was interesting. I will say this. I'm going to shit on it real quick, but I did like it. Yes. I just don't like Warner Brothers' new style of animation because it's the same team that does the Justice League movies. Oh, that makes sense. I just um... don't fucking like it. I think that their animation now, Warner Brothers' animation is so fucking ugly. Yeah. I watched Superman Red Sun. It's the same animation team. It's the same one they've been doing since the 52 movies started coming out. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. I wish they would go back to the old way of the Justice League cartoon, the Bruce Timm stuff. Mm-hmm. I would even be okay if they did it like uh, Batman Ninja, where it's 3D, yes. but they still did it mm. so it looks 2D. So, I, yes. And that would fit a Mortal Kombat movie. I just don't like that. I didn't like it on Justice League or yeah. Justice League Dark. However, I did like the trailer, but I fucking think that cell animation is such an ugly, boxy, they all look like turd dickheads from Club Penguin animation. I hate it. <laughs> the, uh, the gore was good. Oh, Goro was cool. No, um, oh, Gore. Gore. Oh, Gore. I don't know who Gore is. Joe, would you like to talk about the Gore? Because you kept looking I, down during I literally, <laughs> literally. think I, I looked down every time something cool was happening. I was like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I'd look down for some, plug some microphone in or something. I'm like, what, what? What, what are we looking at? At one point, Brian's like, you literally have looked down every time somebody got like a body part slashed off. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. blood went everywhere. Some dude's entire um, like forearm got smashed off by another dude's hand. And you oh, yeah. see the bone and everything. Oh. Like you literally look down Excellent. as that happened. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, you look down right as someone drove a spear through someone's skull and it did the x-ray vision. Yeah. Oh, man, I missed all the cool stuff. Sonya <laughs> killed the fuck out of someone. And right when she like did it, you looked right down. Yeah, she, like, as soon as she dug her heel into the dude's face, you looked down. <laughs> <laughs> it was every single time. It was really funny, actually. It was great. Uh, but yeah, we'll see where it goes. Um, I do. I did like the the last line where it's yes. like, "All right, this better not be direct to video. Buy it on Blu-ray." <laughs> but I, I mean, other than I don't like that. I just don't like that animation style. I you, liked yeah. it, and I think that that should be a direction you go with Mortal Kombat. Do animated movies because I remember that old animated series, and I fucking love the Mortal Kombat animated series. Either do that or do like they used to with the web series. Like yeah. just have small independent or not even independent, but low budget. Yeah. Like it needs to be either low budget or animation. I will say it was bummed because yesterday, so that trailer dropped as part of a NetherRealm event Warner Brothers was doing. Mm-hmm. Where they were actually going to do it at the LA Convention Center or something, but they had to cancel because, you know, <laughs> we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, I was kind of hoping that because we got the Spawn premiere, tra- premiere trailer for Mortal Kombat. Oh, It'll that's be right. In Mortal yeah. Kombat. And we got this. I was hoping we were going to get maybe a teaser for the live action Mortal Kombat because they just wrapped filming. Mm. I was kind of hoping. I was like, oh, give us a teaser. Shit. I so. have a feeling that, that might have overshadowed the other stuff. And it totally would have. Yeah. It, it 100% would have. Even if it was just one second teaser, it would have overshadowed both. So I get it. Yeah. But the nerd in me who has <laughs> played every single Mortal Kombat game, even the shitty fucking mobile one, yeah. who's watched the card, I wanted that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I get it. Yeah, understandable. And then, uh, Anthony, you did have some uh, illuminating things to talk about. Mm-hmm. So Star Wars last week, in our kind of weird time where we kind of posted late, we're sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lucasfilm announced this new project called Star Wars Project Illumination, Okay. which is actually going to be known as the High Republic era. So okay. it's going to be a combination of comic books published by both Marvel and IDW. All right. Um, the Marvel ones will be more of the teen to adult ones. IDW will be doing the kid version of them. Um, 
graphic novel, original graphic novels, um, uh, novels, and a couple other, very much like Star Wars Shadows of the Empire, a bunch of different media comprising this. It's supposed to be about Star Wars sort of taking place 200 years before Phantom Menace. Okay. Two to 300 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's kind of about like the heyday of the Jedi and like the rise of something else besides just the Sith, but also the Sith. Mm-hmm. It sounds cool, but I think they did not go back far enough because 200, 300 years is nothing. Yeah. And the, also the heyday of the Jedi was thousands of years ago. Yeah, it was. And then 200 years ago, Chewbacca was alive. Uh, Yoda, Yoda was alive. <laughs> like who knows how many people on the Jedi Council were probably still exactly. alive. You know? <laughs> um, the thing that worries me about it, and uh, this is why I want to bring it up to see what you guys are going to think about it. Uh-huh. The way they're going to do it is it's going to be on you. So they're going to use that, and based off of the things that you, the fans, buy and like, and your feedback, they'll choose which characters or lines or versions of media to go forward with with those characters and those plot lines. So Baby Yoda's the uh, only thing anyone's going to have, right? Except he's not in that. But he'll, to find a way, that's the only thing everyone's going to buy. I think it's <laughs> dumb to use your audience to focus group on that scale. Because uh-huh. while, yes, you always want to please your audience, your audience doesn't always know what they want. Correct. The audience didn't want a non-Boba Fett series. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. Had the fandom chosen, we would not have gotten Mandalorian, we would have gotten Boba Fett. Yes. But uh-huh. we got Boba Fett, or we got Mandalorian without Boba Fett, and I think it was better for it. Agreed. Yes. Agreed. Uh, clone, the entirety of Clone Wars. That, that has been just, you know, stuff that nobody expected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it was something nobody expected. I mean, <laughs> the last Star Wars movie. Yeah. I didn't hate it. I know a lot of us didn't hate it, but it still wasn't great. And a lot of that was because they were responding to fan feedback and doing exactly. what fans wanted. Mm-hmm. So that's how it's going to be. If you like this character and she sells well or he sells well, they might pop up in a live action movie or an animated series or they might do that. They're using that to focus test. Um, and they've coalesced. They've now completely coalesced and hardened the Star Wars story team. It is now the six people, Charles, Soul, a couple of people who are now deciding all the media. And I'm like, I feel like you shouldn't just have it be five or six people. Back in the day, it was literally 30 or 40 writers who all worked together. I have a feeling they're trying to do it like they did with um, with the MCU with Fage, yeah. or Fahey. Um, I, I feel like that's what they're trying to do. I mean, Charles Soule is a good start. He because is. He's a great writer. Um, and it, it, they have a good foundation, but I agree. I think it should there should be more visions versus just five or six. Charles Soule is a great writer. Yeah. I like him. I like his vision for Darth Vader. Yes. I don't want his vision on every character. Exactly. Uh, I don't okay. think his vision will work for yeah. every character. Yeah. What do you think, Jen? Uh, I mean, <laughs> you guys know how much I hate the Snyder Cut. I yeah. definitely believe that right now people don't know what they want, and I don't think we'll get anything new or interesting if we sit there and go, oh, well, it's it's the whole Mandalorian versus Boba Fett. Yeah. Um, right now, we're in a spot where there's so many creative people who want to do creative stories and then shackle them to the screaming mob of the internet. Sounds like a really terrible idea. Yeah. I, it worries me. It, it, yes. it, it, it's, it's people pleasing on a level that we've seen DC try and fail at. Yes. Um. And to lean even heavier and like even, I mean, look, you can say say what you want to say, but they cut. Um, I f- I personally feel like they've cut some of the things in the newest Star Wars movie because of criticisms. Yes, stuff that you know maybe wasn't a hundred percent fair. Um, yeah. but you know, 
they're gonna do what they're gonna do, man. <laughs> Again, I I use the Boba Fett Mandalorian thing. I think that's the best one. Yep, it, and it's a shitty thing to say, but people don't always know what they want. Sometimes you need the media to tell you what you want. Well, yes, we all wanted Obi Wan Kenobi, and I'm glad we're getting it. But I don't want the fans to decide what Obi Wan Kenobi will be. Agreed. Yeah. Let us yeah. wa- let it wash over us. If the fans had decided, we would have gotten a Boba Fett series about Boba Fett. No. Mm-hmm. And it would have been kind of probably boring. And there would be would been zero Darksaber in that. Yeah. <laughs> There'd be zero Darksaber. There'd also be zero character development because you know where he yep. has to end up. Yep. I, I know it's unpopular, but that new Robocop movie, when they had re-released it mm-hmm. and rebooted oh, yeah. it and everything, they actually straight up say that in the movie. And I actually love that line. But it's true. Having the bad guy point at toys that didn't work and po- and toys that did work and go, oh, wow, why is it that color? Because like, people don't know what they want. Until you tell them what they want. And like, oh, wow, that was harsh, but you're not wrong. You're really not wrong. And I'm not saying don't listen to fans. You listen to fans and you listen to people who consume your product in one way. You listen to them with their dollars, but you don't listen to them online complaining because those people sometimes were never even consuming the media that you asked them to talk about. Yeah. Vocal minority is not always the best. Exactly. (laughs) So uh, that'll bring us to our last bit of news, which is Westworld is coming back this Sunday. After two years. Holy shit. I know, right? And it felt like even longer. It did. But I saw, I was like, oh my God, that was 2018. Oh my God, I thought Uh, it was longer. But oh my God, it's been two years. (laughs) Uh, We actually, before we started uh, recording this, we watched a, like like a catch up. A Mm -hmm. timeline review. Yeah. Thank God. Oh my God. Like there was like probably three quarters of that. I was like, what? Oh my God. (laughs) We all realized we only... Each of us only committed certain parts to memory. Yeah. Never, not the same parts. <laughs> nope, nope, oh, yeah, never no, the same no. part. <laughs> well, especially Together we the Do- had the whole plot line in our heads. Yeah, yeah especially <laughs> with the Dolores stuff, because Dolores' plot line got really, co- her and Maeve, they got very complicated. This is the different timelines and everything. Exactly. Over two different seasons that are also yeah. intersecting between the two seasons. Yeah. <laughs> and then oh you've got God. body switching, you've got fake and real conscious like thank god for that recap thank god (laughs) but there's so many things i was like did they explain that you know what i guess they did (laughs) that timeline is still less convoluted than riverdale Fair enough. Uh, I gotta, oh I damn! <laughs> you know what? We were talking about it a few weeks ago. I I, I watched a couple of those like good thirty minute videos about everything going on in Riverdale right now because oh. I haven't watched any of this last season at <laughs> yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. Yo, busy rocks, f- fizzle rocks. Yep. What? I thought yeah. Jingle Jangle was some like what? I, I you know what? Going back into the past, Satan D and D. Yo, oh. Satan Magic Nun D. Magic Nun D and D. I'm I. Yo, so sorry, but let's see. That's the thing. But Westworld is less convoluted than that, at least. It is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is their last season, though, right? I don't think they so. haven't said. Oh, I don't think there so. is no confirmation. I don't think I could. I don't think I could wait another two years for another season, though. I don't know. Yeah. This new one looks like it may have been wait. At least visually, mm-hmm. it looks like the two years was well spent. Yes, we'll okay. see where it goes. And part okay. of it, I do know. Part of it was that the, they did say part of their two years was. The actors and actresses in it were doing – Tessa Thompson was right about to step into Thor. Yeah. Uh, you had Tandy Newton who was taking – not that she wasn't already taking off, but she was taking off again. Avon Rachel Wood was doing stuff. So part of that two years was they were like, we can't ask our actors to not just do anything. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Ed Harris, who knows what he's doing? <laughs> he could be doing literally anything. <laughs> he fucking shows up in everything. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like, is that fucking Ed Harris? That's fucking Ed Harris. All right. Let's do this, man. <laughs> let's go. So uh, they did say part of the two years was that, and that yes. part of the other the two years was that they, which this part goes back to what we were talking about, which I don't like. 
part of the two years is the writing team had to break a new story because uh, Reddit had figured out some of what they wanted to do for season three. So they decided to change it, which I don't like. I don't like. Just do it. If they they figured it out, do it. it. They were the ones that complained, though, as soon as the first season was done and in the middle of the second season, asking people on Reddit and asking them, please stop saying what you think it is. Which I think is so stupid. Because it's killing us. It's making us not want to write this show. Just write the show. Just write your show. Who cares if somebody figured it out? What's the big deal? Give fan satisfaction of knowing that you wrote a story that was good enough and that they were able to follow it and figure it out. Or that they were excited enough to even think about more of it. Exactly. Exactly. I hate... really do not like it when writers think that they can be like well you know we'll just make it so freaking convoluted that i'm the only one who understands it and that puts me above all of my viewers and it's like that's not what this is not what this is about no i don't need to spend like 30 hours (laughs) offline yeah to figure this out just fucking tell me george R. R. martin actually once talked about this i saw it's actually i saw it in its own video, and then Lindsay Ellis actually talked about it, mm-hmm. where he talked about, he's like, well, you're going to have, he goes, the way fandom is now, and specifically with the internet, you now have a constant hive mind. Yep. Uh, he goes, you're going to have a moment where someone's going to figure out what you meant to write. He goes, there are people on Reddit who have figured out how I am ending this book series. Mm-hmm. He goes, and you have two choices. Change it so that they didn't, so it's different than theirs, and think that you're so intelligent because you got one up on them. He goes, or still write what you're going to write and just hope that you wrote it good enough that the people who figured it out are proud to have figured it out and still enjoyed it. He goes, I myself, I'm just going to write what I want to write. Yep. If yep. you figured it out, great. He goes, hopefully I'm a good enough writer to get to where you figured it out in a fun enough way that you didn't care that you figured it out. Mm-hmm. So I know that part of their two years was they had, they said they had to break a new season three story because some people figured it out. I'm like, don't. Yeah, just write what I mean, you it wanted. does look great, though. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, but I'm don't. I just... Yeah. Because it's like the, no it's the lost. It's like yeah. oh, everybody figured um, out it's purgatory. And Crap. Like well, episode we have to com- two. Yeah, we have to redo this. No, just write your purgatory. Just write it's, it. It's not. It's not about the end. It's about the journey, guys. It's, yeah. And that's exactly. <laughs> you know how many movies and books and comic books we've all read, and I'm like, this is how it's going to end. But I enjoy getting there. Yep. You know, it's kind of like um the good place. There's no way people didn't like. I mean, it wasn't like a major theory out there. No. But um, there's no way people didn't know how season one ended. Yeah. And even if they did, I like they didn't change it. No, no, I I knew what it was before I yeah. even watched season one because I didn't watch season one until like season three came out. <laughs> and so, but I, I knew what the but I knew like, what the hook yeah. was, and it's like that that's okay. I still watched it and I still enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm I'm sure I probably would have enjoyed it a little bit more if I didn't know. Mm-hmm. But even then, knowing it's like oh, this is still a really cool journey. Yeah, yeah, it it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> I I just I'm was very very into the fringe fandom for a long time and i remember in season one before they're big and i figured it out uh, and it was like the best thing ever it's like it passing it's like passing it? a test yeah, exactly it's like okay so i've been paying attention and i've noticed all these things exactly. and so at the end of the day i actually know what's happening and i get mm-hmm. to point at all my friends and laugh in their faces because they don't know what's happening but and <laughs> it was co- but it was coherent enough <laughs> was so coherent. that you were figuring yes, it out because yeah. well, it's like a good detective model novel yeah yeah Oh yeah, it's, like, exactly. it's well, an Agatha Christie. Don't but, yeah. Don't plan Easter eggs and references and hints in your media you unless the point is that you want someone to solve it before you get there. Mm-hmm. Murder, she wrote it. Don't reveal the evidence until the last five minutes. Then at that <laughs> yeah. point. Oh yes. 
There's yeah. two types of murder mysteries. Yes. <laughs> there's Agatha Christie, there's Murder, She Wrote, where you don't find out about a key piece of evidence until the last two minutes. Yeah. So you could uh, never have figured it out. Yeah. Or the Agatha Christie, where they lay out everything. And yeah. if you are paying attention, you'll you get know it. what's and doesn't going that make it better and at the for same you? Time, yeah. Well, and at the same time, if you're not paying attention, you can still enjoy an Agatha Christie novel. Exactly. That's why there's two different genres. Yes. People, Some people enjoy one, some people enjoy the other. Mm-hmm. And you, and um, the thing is, is not everyone had World, uh, Westworld, your first season figured out no no it wasn't everybody and honestly there's a lot of your viewers who aren't on reddit they're not going to know these things exactly so it just you can't there's too many people you were talking about the hive mind there's just too many people the probability is against you somebody yep. is gonna just well, stumble into it it's no just, matter what it's just like it's picard this show going on mm-hmm. i know what's happening in picard mm-hmm. i have known since episode two what the plot was going to end up being this season i have had problems with the show but there's more so tone issues, but I've enjoyed the journey. I know where this fucking show is ending. I know where it has to end because of what season two is because they're bringing Whoopi Goldberg in to deal with the Borg thing, which means this Borg plot doesn't pan out. Yeah. But I'm enjoying getting there because yeah. that's the whole fucking point of a TV show. Exactly. <laughs> if, 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 if it wasn't about the journey, it'd be a two-hour movie. Exactly. Where you're mm-hmm. just, even though the journey's great, it's, you know, it's about the destination. Yeah. But no, this is a long form TV series. It's literally the point. I feel this ties in a little bit to spoiler culture where people like feel like if then you should never know how anything ends before you want before you start it or Mm -hmm. even while you're in the middle of it. It's like I've you know, I don't want to know what the next episode is about. I don't want to watch the previews because I don't want to be spoiled. It's like just breathe. Yeah. Just breathe. You'll get through it. Just snore. Just wine from the kitchen. That's right. <laughs> uh, any thoughts uh, from you, Joe? I am fairly excited about it. Okay. I, I really liked the first two seasons. Yeah. And I felt like uh, a good amount of why I liked it was because of it wasn't uh, it wasn't story cues that gave everything away. It was visual cues. Yes. And Which is I always really, the best. I, those are my favorite kind of when they're given the game away from day one, from panel one, from scene one. <laughs> but you don't know it until you've watched a little bit of it because the visual cues are what's giving the game away. I love it. And I can't wait to see what this, I hope this season has a visual cue that also kicks in something that I oh, would I not have will. thought of until a few episodes in where I'm like, oh my gosh, this is great. <laughs> Who do we think Tessa Thompson is? Is she still... Dolores. But also, but we also see Dolores, so I'm wondering... It might wonder. be one of those two... It might there be might be that's two. something two host she, bodies. No, no, or, or no, no she has oh, the other pearls. Duh. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, it could be that, or it could also be a um, dual timeline again, where you're showing oh, what maybe. Tessa Thompson was doing behind the right. scenes, maybe, maybe. during yes. season I think one. When I saw her in that first trailer, I'm like, wait a minute, though. Yeah. The last time I saw you, you were this, but are but, you this? Well, but remember how they had implanted themselves into the consciousness of each one because Ford was still around yeah. afterwards as well. So it could just be the the visual of Dolores in the Tessa Thompson brain. Fair of enough, Dolores, fair yeah. enough. You know, she or, still views or, herself as Dolores. Right. Yeah, or multiples. Like, yeah. See, oh, I think there's still multiple the hosts because she has the machine. She so can she build can, more. Theoretically, yeah. the, and, she can, and we know that they can copy their pearls, yep. which means she could, Dolores could go, I'm going to be in your body and in my old body. Maybe in a couple other bodies too. Yep. Yeah, and that's the thing. I, th- I think that might also be one of the things where it's like, okay, which which um, uh, Tessa Thompson is this right that's now? That's my question. And yes. You that's don't know until yes. you know towards the yes. end. Yes. Teddy. Yeah. yeah. See, I, I miss Teddy. We all miss Teddy. She oh. has his brain. Yeah. Uh, she, she, sent him, she sent him to the to the the planes though. Yeah, that pearl might be wiped. 
Oh no! But she also downloaded all of them to the uh, to yeah, the space. Yeah, remember she took them all and shot them into space. Right. No, no, yeah. that's what I'm saying. But you can't. She can't God. get to those. Those are that not... you know of. Oh, that's you're I right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. I that was the plane. That was the the exactly. That, that was the paradise. Know yeah. of? I don't think. I think the fact that they said uh, that she can't get to them means they definitely can. Maybe, but yeah. see, I thought that's why. I, I thought that partially that's why she wanted to send Teddy there because he was too pure. He we was too good maybe. to be living in the missed, real world. I miss those cheekbones. Me too. I love that James guy. Marsden. James I mean, you got you got to love him. You gotta love him. All right. Well, uh, let's get on to our final bit, which is the uh, what's going to be our little topic this week, uh, which is all about uh, the coronavirus and how it's affecting things. All about the cor- all about the coronavirus. All about the virus. <laughs> oh yeah, it's all that. Uh, uh, Emerald City Comic Con was recently canceled uh, due to it, and it really it was due to vendors pulling out more so themselves because every single major vendor was pulling out. Um, same thing with uh, Game Developers Conference. Almost every single recent E three is in danger. E three is in danger. All, all these recent ones are in danger of, of of shutting down, and I, I understand. I completely understand. I especially get it in certain states. You know, you got a state since this does affect heavily elderly people. It also affects young people. Yep. You have a state like where there's a lot of elderly, or you have a con where it's gonna be a lot of young kids. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're a little gun shy. Maybe you're a little. Same thing with the celebrities. It's like yeah. you as a celebrity, you're going to be seeing possibly thousands of people over this weekend, mm-hmm. you know, personally, yeah. either taking pictures, sh- uh, shaking hands, signing stuff. So is it worth it to you? Like, it, it's 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 a toss up. It's a really unfortunate situation, but it's it's just not the safe thing to do right now. Agreed. Yeah. And it's affecting a lot of things. I mean, there's people. Sonic is not getting a China release. Yep. Um Probably neither is Black Widow. Probably neither is um, Mulan. Might not actually get the Chinese release, which is yeah. uh, not great. Nope. <laughs> um, because they, was... their theaters are having trouble. Yeah. Uh, people were even wondering if Onward's low box office this week was due to maybe people not necessarily wanting to go out into go out. Yeah, it's a well, children's movie. Do you really want your child to possibly, you know? <laughs> It also is okay. Okay. <laughs> it may be okay, but it's a Pixar movie. Regardless. No, I, I get that. Yeah. I get that. I know I'm of not like usually it's very unpopular opinion. I I look at the coronavirus as the the really crappy shitty flu. It is. And yeah. unless you're immune deficient or you have something, you know, or you're an older person or a very young child, I I myself as a normal able-bodied person, I think crap, I really don't want to get the flu, but I'll survive the flu. I completely understand why some, especially celebrities and people who are going to meet thousands of people at a convention, want to bail and don't want to deal with that because they're going to be in close close proximity to so many people. Yeah, they might it, get it and possibly and then pass give it, it on. to thousands. Yeah. Well, and then of not other even people. that. You as a regular person, even if you think you can start, that's fine. Right. You might not want to get it because so far most states have not approved paid time off if their job says you can't come to work now. I don't want to get it if I have this job that's like, hey, if you get it. Mm-hmm. You don't get to get paid. Yeah, you have to go I, home. I also have parents that are kind of old. I have, right. I, I have, have grandparents. Nephew, yeah, you know, yeah. I have, you know, all these other things that I, you know, even if I get it, I'll be fine. But mm-hmm. all these people will not. Right. <laughs> so, like I said, I know I'm of unpopular opinion. I'm not terrified of this. I do not feel like spreading hysteria or panic about it. But, but I get man, it. Man, I totally understand why Emerald City and whatnot is happening. This is happening to them, and it sucks. I yeah. understand why E three is in danger. I understand. I understand that people maybe don't want to go to movies, especially because you know what? 
a big activity with amongst the elderly and young are movies. And if you're an older person or a very young kid, well, you're actually the one who's actually most in danger to it. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird seeing it affect everything. A lot of shit. Yeah, yeah. everything. It's weird. Yeah. It's it's uh it's wild. So yeah. I I hope it gets figured out because I would really be sad to see other conventions get postponed or canceled this year. Um, I know it sounds like, oh, well, it's a convention. Yeah, but those are really important to this nerd community. It's where you guys get, we all get to be nerds together. Yeah. It yeah. would suck if this kind of kills that a little bit this year. Uh, and it would suck if some movies suffered because of it. Yeah. It would also suck if it really does just continue to spread, which, I mean, it looks like that's what's going to happen. So, I mean, try to stave it off as much as possible or possibly stave it off as entirely. You know, we'll see what happens. Uh, just uh, please stop buying all the toilet paper. I need it. Um, <laughs> I could also use some more anti- antibacterial stuff, guys. Yes. Um, Target. Yeah. Had I've, full yesterday. I've heard that people who actually need that stuff, though, for like because they are immuno- immunocompromised, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, are having a harder time getting it. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So oh, just absolutely. be responsible. I mean, that's it, I feel like the lesson of all of this is be responsible. The responsible mm-hmm. thing is to not host a, like, you know, yeah. 10,000 people in an enclosed space. <laughs> well, you know, like, the responsible here... thing is to not sit there and sell toilet paper like it's gold just yeah. an example here they canceled ultra which is yeah. a big fucking music festival oh, yes, not in just the u.s oh it's the in, world. The world, a, in the world they canceled kaya which is actually a big florida festival mm-hmm. uh coachella yep oh wow i didn't realize that coachella oh, my well coachella hasn't made an official announcement but it's looking like it's probably canceled yeah. uh Oof. because the venue is saying no um Oof. It's yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I mean, it's weird. It's it. Hopefully, it does not continue to spread. It hopefully, it doesn't continue to affect a lot of crazy, weird shit. Yeah, and also, please stop trying to make um, hand sanitizer with vodka. It's not going to work. work. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Don't make fabric actually, masks. You're better off yeah. just getting rubbing alcohol. Yeah. 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 Like the thing is, masks are only going to work if you yourself have it, and yeah. by yeah. then. That's just you not giving it to anybody else, which is a responsible thing. See. But you're, it's not going to prevent you from getting it because no. that's not how those work. And it's I'm, also not even going to actually prevent you that much from giving it to somebody else since they found out it transfers other ways. Yeah. So. I mean, and I think it's the 14 day incubation, incubation period that yeah. really kills it. Like, yeah. it's just, you know, you feel perfectly fine. Yep. So, you know, maybe you not, you could go to something and be perfectly I will fine. Say I have loved all the memes. Me with the flu, someone all curled up. Me with the coronavirus traveling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. That just, Stay uh, inside, just be careful. Play Final Fantasy VII demo. Yeah. <laughs> Watch Lock and Key. Yeah. Yeah. You know, do uh, just do some activities. You know, yeah. enjoy, enjoy your time. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully it doesn't affect more conventions. It's really sad to see that happen. Like E3, I mean, whatever, fuck E3. Uh, <laughs> I think E3 should die anyways. I like watching my state of play and my fucking tree houses anyways. Yeah. Or clubhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it's sad to see like Emerald City. Like that was a big fucking convention. That's not just, yeah. that's not just that convention. That's that economy in that area that depended, that depends yeah. on that every year. Every year we know Emerald City. Mm-hmm. As yep. people, as people who worked for a comic shop, when we worked there, we knew this, we budgeted this time of year. 
Mm-hmm. We know we're going to get this influx of money because of this event, this event, this event, and this event. If yep. there were big conventions in town, if there was anything else going in town, we knew we even if had we weren't at them, yep. add, add a person on on staff who will be able to help with these kinds of items because you know what? Ultimately, a lot of the people that go to conventions travel to the areas around it to mm-hmm. seek out the other nerd things there are to do. And yep. Emerald City was, from what I know, it was a big convention for people visiting from out of town. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. And, it's, and it's in Seattle, which right now is a ghost town. <laughs> a ghost town. Well, I mean, we even experienced that in Japan. Yeah. In Japan, things that should have been busier oh, we're not. weren't. Yep. We had, you know, when we were on our way there, we were worried we wouldn't be able to get a hotel for Valentine's Day. And then it turned into, uh, you can get whatever the fuck you want, wherever the fuck you want. Yep. Yeah. yeah. For much cheaper than what it was normally. Um, they even said that uh, the snow festival was $2.7 million last year in 2018. And mm-hmm. this year it was $2 million. It was down 0.7, yeah, which 0. is 7 actually million. a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 700000 That's, uh, what, a fourth of them yeah. not there. <laughs> and then they were talking about how, like, even in Japan, they're they're probably they're like, if this keeps going, we may not be having some soccer celebrations. Yeah. Oh, they actually did cancel a bunch of them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as of I think it was literally two days ago, a bunch of the big ones. Uh, and, and it's it's not that they're saying people cannot go and enjoy Haname. Just don't. The festival part of it is yeah. gone. The food vendors. And that's the thing. The, we were anybody there who was there to sell far anything. more in the beginning of this. Oh yeah. And we were already we seeing lucky. it in our travel. I mean, our our plane there was kind of empty. Oh yeah. We were seeing officials masked up. We were there in the beginning of it, so I feel bad for like Seattle. I feel bad for like. Hopefully nothing happens to New York Comic Con. I feel bad for all the places that their local economy depends on conventions because this could be bad for them as well. Yep. yep. Not just the convention, but all of the surrounding yeah, pieces. Yeah, everything. So, yep. Stay safe out there, guys. So uh, we're going to end the episode here. And uh, wah, wah. Yeah. <laughs> Jen's a toilet paper hoarder. Oh, yeah? No. Why are you hoarding that? Uh, why, She's why making toilet paper, paper moonshine. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I'm using all the vodka and the hand sanitizer. Yeah, is that what it is? To make moonshine. <laughs> and you're you're filtering using toilet paper. Yeah, yeah I got gotcha, you. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Well, then the masks, the masks, and the masks great. too. Yeah. What you're using after they filter, you're just putting them on your face. That way, you know, it's got to be safe. Uh, yeah. yeah, totally. Uh, <laughs> uh, I hope you guys also have enjoyed uh, the whining slash sleeping dog in the background. Uh, she has been very loud. So hopefully uh, it's not too bad. <laughs> Distracting. Because <laughs> it was for us. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, but we're uh, we're back. We should be doing. We should be back to weekly now. Yeah. Uh, we're we're through with the Japan and the the life altering things going on around us. Uh, at least for the short term. Which if you long-term. listen closely, you'll be able to figure out. Yeah, you might be able to figure it out. We dropped some Agatha Christie Easter eggs. That's right. Ooh, <laughs> see if you can. Oh, damn. We, we, we brought the clues out there. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Mystery uh, is afoot. It is. We're the not going to change clues, the ending. everything. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not going to change the ending. Even if you guys figure it out, it's fine. <laughs> it's already written in stone. Oh, the ending's oh. done. Oh, the, the ending's done. done. But, uh, but yeah, in, enjoy coming back to us week after week. Uh, we will. Because uh, we can record wherever we want, whenever yeah. we want now. Yep. <laughs> stay safe out there. Yep. Stay yeah. safe and uh-huh. and uh, don't panic. Yeah. yeah. Don't panic. Don't panic. Be awesome to one another. Yes. Yeah. Keep calm. Be awesome to one another. That's right. That's 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 the ending of the sh- the show. So uh, my name is Brian. I'm Anthony. I'm Jen. And I'm Joe. And as always, we record live downstairs inside of one of our houses. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> boom. Boom. You can find boom. us uh, online. At Crispy Business Podcast on the gram. the gram. And keep an eye out for your 
Spotify and other places you stream it because our name will be getting a slight shift change in them as well. You guys already know the name has changed, but it'll change again. So you may have to sort of re-subscribe to our podcast. Keep an eye on that. Just keep an eye on. It won't be for another at least one more episode, but that's right. That's keep an right, eye on it, okay? Yeah, just in case it doesn't download, we will be back weekly. So if it doesn't download one of the weeks, search for the crispy business. Now you'll know why. That's right. That's right. So, uh, yeah. Have a great week, everyone. Boom. Bam. Woo. Woo.